Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the worst calendar month of the NBA season, August. Um, not much going on, you know, but hey, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. I feel like this is the, the month where a lot of fake hope begins. A lot of yeah. dreams and aspirations tend to unfold do you have start do you have form. any uh yeah start start to form do you have any uh wishful thinking for uh i know you don't have a team which is always ironic but do you have any yeah. uh basketball uh, fan here any, any hopes and, and dreams for any specific team or player this year uh, i actually wanted to uh, hopes and dreams for any specific player i mean i know it's just a pro-am game but it's it's scary times coming in atlanta man said okay <laughs> it's. It, I think it's scary times coming to Atlanta. That's the first thing that kind of stood out to me. We got to see, you know, this past weekend, Trey Young, Mary, and Collins just put on a a great performance, and it just reminds me that yo, this is the first time Trey Young actually has a legitimate like number two option. I think John Collins, you know, could play the number two option, but I think he's gonna be better suited playing this third option role with the Atlanta Hawks, um, and they're gonna be a dangerous team you know, especially on the fast break transition. And I'm looking forward to exciting times in Atlanta. So that's, if I had like one team where we're talking about like, I have high expectations for that made a big off season move, it's the Atlanta Hawks. What seed would they be finishing in the Eastern Conference? Top four seed in the Eastern Conference. Wow. Okay, so if you work backwards, you got Milwaukee, Miami, Philly, I don't really don't know what the hell's going on. Celtics. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you think they, they'll finish ahead four of? Four or five. Yeah. Four or five. I think, they, I think if they don't finish four or five, I think it's like a, could be considered a disappointment. Like they shouldn't be in a play-in situation at all. With that yeah, 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 that they yeah. Have. yeah. Yeah. With that talent that they have in Atlanta and with Mary on that team now, it's just kind of like Trey Young's responsibility is going to diminish a little bit. Like, we know Trey Young is, came into the league similar to Luka Doncic. They both came into the league. It's just like, all right, as a rookie, get on my back. <laughs> you know, that's a hard thing to do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, it's he has some help. Yeah, that's tough, too. But, I mean, hey, at 42, the other second option here is another perimeter player. It's another ball handler. It's not like it's just a big. Because even then, you can make the case that it would still be added weight on Trey's shoulders, right? Because mm -hmm. even though you can dump it down on a low block, let him go to work, it's still, okay, Trey still has to get them in the position to do that. Yep. But with DeJounte, mm -hmm. it really, you know, it could be just the, all right, go ahead. I don't, I don't think it'll be a take your turn type of offense. I won't give yeah, you I that. But I, I do think, though, that, again, to your point, um, it won't be the same amount of pressure um, yeah. on Trey. But top four is tough. That, that yeah. it'll, it'll be nice, though, if Atlanta can get some, some home court um, advantage come playoff time. But, um, you know, I think they, they do have youth. They do have age. Fortunately, their quote unquote big three is all younger guys. So um, I think that's going to work out to their advantage. But the fact that the experience may not be there, you know, may hurt them come playoff time. But even, even, even still, I, I do agree that it'll be some exciting times, especially because if you think about it, all three of them, I, I, I guess, have unique playing styles, like including mm -hmm. John, like that yeah. athletic big that can run the floor and things like that. So, um, you know, look, ho hopefully it's some good basketball. I will say they're, they're definitely a, a league pass worthy team. You know, they're not a team where if you turn on the TV and you see them playing, it's like, oh shit, what else is on? You know, yeah. so. Um, 
They're gonna be on national you know, TV a lot too, though, because it's Trey Young. I think yeah. the, the the days of them not getting that respect on the national media market is over with because Trey Young's a, a star player. Yeah, but I think them like to me, obviously star player is one thing, but winning also plays a factor into that, right? Like unless your name is LeBron James, it's hard to get on TV when you're losing. Right? Like and no shade to Brown on that. But just the idea, like, you know, it's it's not because we, we saw it with um, you know, book, right? Like the Suns were not on TV earlier. You know what I'm saying? But he was obviously good. But now once they won games, went to the finals, you see them on national TV a lot more. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I mean, they'll, 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 it, it'll be interesting to see if they can remain healthy too. I know that, um, you know, those three guys, it hasn't really been OD-like injury issues, but, you know. Yeah. Who's your who's your sleeper team out east? I got the Hawks. You got to give me one team that you okay. feel like can, can crack that top four or five that necessarily didn't last year. Mm, okay, well, that's a little different. Um, or or yeah. it could just be a sleeper. It could be a sleeper team because you know, you know top I, four, top five is hard. Right? Yeah. You know, I was damn. Probably was gonna say Charlotte if you'd asked me like a month ago, but you know, things get a little wacky out in. Yeah. Uh, was it Buzz Hornets. City? Yeah. Yeah. Need some, um, need some vets. Need some yeah, vets yeah, yeah. down there. Well, that's not the only. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Else? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I won't say Charlotte. I won't say Indiana. Um, not, eh, you know what? So go ahead and say yes. it. No, 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 it's not the team you, trust me, <laughs> trust me, it's not the team you think I'm going to say. I, right. I'm, I'm going to say, so I saw one of the players on this team talk about their playoff aspirations and playoff chances this year. And I think people, because the fact that people are sleeping on them, I think because people are truly knocked the hell out when it comes to this team, I'm going to say them. Orlando. Oh, okay. I'm going I'm to I'm go with Orlando. Um, again, not, not anything. You know, mm-hmm. crazy. I'm not getting too wild. But I think, you know, they, they could sneak into that playing situation. I think when we talk about it at the end of the day, you, you only got to be in the top 10, right? Um, <laughs> I thought about saying it's Detroit. Crazy to think about. Right. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, you know, you can yeah. be a 10 seed to make the playoffs. Um, I thought about saying Detroit. Um, obviously, you know, still having K. They got the, you know, youth movement over there. But I think Orlando, um, again, just because that's like, you're not going to hear that answer pretty much anywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I saw your face when I said Orlando, so yeah, that lets yeah, me know start, yeah. you, you want a sleeper. <laughs> well, that's not even yeah, that, 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 that's it. Yeah, that's I'm in the, a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a coffin. Like, come on now. I, there that's, you go. That's a that's a that's a wild one. Like, yeah, my back would have been Detroit though. But I, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, Paulo. Paulo. Yeah, mm, I, I like their their the situation with Orlando. I still don't know the direction they go. They got Paulo. I mean. Shout out to them. They got the best player to me in the draft. Right. Uh, most NBA ready player in the draft. That was smart. Um, but their guard situation, I don't even know who the best guard on their team is. Like It's like they got a three-headed monster down there, young youth movement going on, but you got Fultz, you got Cole Anthony, you got Sugg. So it's just like maybe two of them can play together. I don't think that's really the, the great combination that you probably want, a small backcourt like that, even though Suggs is very athletic, of course. But it's just like, I, I just don't know. I think Fultz is going to have a, you know, he's coming off his, this will be his second year off his ACL injury. I think he's going to have a, a breakout potential season. Um, if I had to choose one player who I feel like is the most talented, it's probably Fultz, uh, Markel. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, I like Cole Anthony. I like, There's, it's like, I don't know, like, who's going to, 
that backcourt is such a question mark. Like Suggs is all right. Like I told you how I felt about him coming in draft. I was just like the worst possible situation because it was for him going to a team like Orlando. I think he would have benefited in like a a team like the Toronto Raptors and stuff like that. A team that was kind of like had a, a already like playoff like you know orchestrated roster and stuff like that. So I, I really I really don't know. Like that's that's a that's a tough one. Orlando's tough. That's heavy. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. But you know, you gotta get up. You know, yeah, you gotta have a bold prediction there. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's your bold. bold. That's, <laughs> that's beyond bold. That's like beyond ludicrous. Let me think. Like Doge coin, coin. Let me let me think of a team uh, in the Western Conference. Oh, um, I got mine. Oh, you got one? I Go got ahead. One. Oh, of course. Just like I told people last year about the Minnesota Timberwolves, I'm telling you this right now about this team. I'm not even going to say if health aside because this player better be damn healthy. He missed the whole damn year. The Oregon Pelicans, they have the potential, I think, to be a, a top five seed. I think you look at Zion Williams, look at Brandon Ingram, you get CJ McCollum. That trio is a, that's probably one of the best trios in the league. I know they haven't played together yet, but they're – Play styles kind of complement each other kind of very perfectly. My only thing about the Oregon Pelicans are who's going to run the show? I think, once again, I've said this for years, Brandon Ingram needs to be the guy that you run your offense through. Zion can do everything else, the rebounding, you know, the point, you know, center sometimes, whatever the case yeah. may be. But it's just like he, he doesn't yeah. need to be like – you don't need that, to be running your, your offense like through Zion. But then you got CJ McCullough, a bucket getter, combo guard that can do a lot of great things. I, I think the I think we're in for a a breakout season for the Oregon Pelicans in top, top five top four top five maybe a little he- heavy to some but like at least I feel like they're gonna be in the playoffs like not in a play in situation that's how talented that is that's how much confidence I have in the Oregon Pelicans similar to how I feel about the Minnesota Timberwolves I feel the same way about the New Oregon Pelicans is this you giving a poverty franchise credit or in your <laughs> definition. A yeah, poverty yeah. franchise, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, I mean, they, you, look, you look at the pieces. You look there at the pieces. So they're, they're here. I mean, Zion Williams, like I said, I'm not even going to say health aside because, like, he missed the whole year. Like, you, you better be healthy. You know what I'm saying? You've been off for a whole year. I don't know, like, about that, you know, injury situation or things like that, but it's just kind of like it wasn't like he couldn't. He probably could have came back. It was more so, like, protecting him and making sure that, yo, we want to make sure you're a hundred percent right. Like he was, he was good enough to come back, but it's just like with the organization, all that money he getting, the jump man brand. They're like, uh, oh, well, let's make sure that we he's a hundred percent healthy. But this is a guy that averaged twenty, what it was like twenty six points per game, shooting like six percent from the field. They're adding that to their lineup. Then they 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 play in a playing situation. They almost beat the number one seed. Brandon Ingram is a people talk about like. We talk about all the time about guys 25 and under. Brandon Ingram is criminally underrated because he's, from a talent perspective, he's eye to eye with all those guys. You know, he just hasn't had the, the right amount of success, but he's cold. Three-level scorer, you know, two-way defender, like can pass the ball. He's a has an all-around complete game. This brother is is a superstar in the making. So New Oregon Pelicans, you heard it here first. I'm, I mean, I'm not mad at it. You got three guys that can put the ball in the hoop. I mean, usually that turns out well. Now, the defensive side of the floor, we might get a little, you know, a little curious. But, I mean, hey, anytime you got guys in the league that can score, I'm with it. I mean, you talk about a team that, you know, made it to the playoffs, yeah. you, know, did, you know, did something to the Suns, and now you, you know, can make the case that they are about to add their best player. 
and I say make the case because I've you know Zion versus Bi, yeah. whatever. Either way, anytime anytime you add yeah. right, anytime you add Zion, I, you know I like the those chances. Now yeah. I'm going to say a team. You may disagree with this because of what they did last season, I and mean, I do again have a backup team similar to the way I did with the Eastern Conference. That's fine. My team is going to be the Memphis Grizzlies, and I say that because they right, right, I, I, right, right, right. But but I say that because <clears throat> a lot of people may feel like they got lucky. A lot of people may feel like they, they talk too much shit. A lot of people feel like they still have something to prove. A lot of people may feel like, hey, at the end of the day, y'all really still ain't done shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, just truthfully speaking, even though um, Ja had, had a great and fantastic year, um, even though they, they, they made some noise and all that, uh, I think the idea of repeating it, it's, some, it's something to be talked about, right? The idea of consistency, because okay. we, we talked about the Knicks, mm-hmm. right? That one year, they had a great year, had home court, and then, you know, you know, so so that's why I'm saying yeah. the Grizzlies. So was last year a fluke? Was was yeah. was last year a representation of like, oh, they're here. Okay. This is who they're going to be. Because you know, in the heat of the moment, everybody get excited over one. Yeah, not, not you know me. what I'm saying. I was I was I was clearly right in front. But <laughs> I was right in front, just like the Knicks. Like, oh, so, you know, come playoff time, we know what's about to happen. So the Memphis Grizzlies. I told people all year long. I was like, all right, you know, second round exit. Nice, nice story. Great team. But but but, but 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 I think it's a little bit different though because of who it was that they lost to. Right, they lost to the yeah, no, champions. They yeah. didn't lose to no shade. Like the Knicks, they didn't lose to the Hawks. That right. that's not the same thing, right? So again, my thing is, let us know what it was last year. Let us know if y'all here or y'all just because surpri- that's nothing too, right? Yeah. Just like because some teams just surprise the league. That's why mm-hmm. they were able to perform so well, right? Some teams you just they they just caught the league on notice. Is that who the Grizzlies are, or are well, we ready say to say this. you know they're here for the next few years to come? I'll say this: this the reason why I said like the Golden State Warriors. When you look at the the playoff landscape. I was so confident. I was just like, once we got to like the final four teams, because I was so confident, I was just like, Phoenix is gone. Phoenix was the only team that I thought was like, it could have been a battle for the Golden State Warriors. Even with the Memphis Grizzlies, they played the Golden State Warriors. I felt like it was going to be, you know, five, six games with Ja healthy fully or not. So I will say, I believe the Memphis Grizzlies kind of benefited this for last year's lack of success for other teams and, and also injuries. The Denver Nuggets are going to be better. The Los Angeles Clippers are going to be better. Those are two teams right there. I can tell you this right now. If everybody is healthy, you know, knock on wood, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies aren't better than the Denver Nuggets or the Los Angeles Clippers. Those are two teams right now. If I have, if I was a betting man, I had to bet all my money, and I'm going and like, yo, I'm betting on a playoff series, Memphis versus Denver Nuggets, Memphis versus Clippers, and both teams are healthy, I'm taking the latter I'm taking Memphis. I'm, 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 I'm taking the Denver Nuggets and I'm taking the Los Angeles Clippers over the Memphis Grizzlies any day because even though I know the Memphis is coming off what they were top two seed in the in the West this year, so it's just like great story, like you said. Um, but it's other teams. I, I, you know, I was even talking about throughout the year. I was like, if the Lakers make it to the playoffs and then make it to the the first round, they possibly have to play the Memphis Grizzlies or something, get the seventh seed or something. I was still talking about like I would have probably picked them over the Memphis Grizzlies. So I've never been truly high on the Memphis Grizzlies because I feel like they haven't done nothing and they're a young team. So this is a great like debate because you feel like, yo, they have something to prove. Is it a fluke or can they be consistent going forward? I would say yeah. they'll still probably be a top four to top five seed. Before it's me thinking like, yo, like some people are talking about, could they be a sleeper to go to the Western Conference Finals and possibly the NBA Finals? I'm gonna have to see how this year play out, but 
as of right now, no, no to me. I'll say the good thing for them is that they don't fear anybody, right? They will, they will literally play who's in front of them and, you know, yeah. let's, let's do it. Um, but I mean, from, so from a longevity standpoint, obviously they don't have that to their case. But at the same time, the two teams that you've mentioned, the Clippers as well as the Nuggets, even though they have great players and, you know, on, on, on paper, they may be better than the Grizzlies. They still had injuries last yeah, year. So, so I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't come out and fully say, all right, you know, they're definitely just going to, you know, get shit together and, and make it to the finals. Because we've seen, like, we've had expectations for certain teams beforehand that didn't map out. And so obviously Kawhi and Paul George have played together. Like, you know, um, obviously Jamal and Jokic have played well together. But anytime injuries are involved, we still got to take a step back and pause. And at the same time, the, the Grizzlies, to my knowledge, off the top of my head, don't really have any type of crazy injury history that would make me feel like, all right, well, well, except for they start player, like he jumps in the but, air, like but, he needs but, to learn but, a lot of hand laying and stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's, he's the guy when we talk about potential injury risks, it's always seems like it's Ja, you know what I'm saying? So that's enough. That's something to be worried about as well. Well, inj- well injury risk versus, I mean, like having already a serious injury. And even if, even if you want to run with that case, right, the Grizzlies were still winning without Ja. Now, again, I am yeah, not true. on the bus of they're better without him. Hell no. But yeah. at the end of the day, they still were winning without him. Yeah, they, they so because that's be, right. So because that's the case, it's like, well, shit. I mean, it, it, it ain't too crazy to think that they may be able to do it again. Now, again, the only thing that they have against them is whether or not they are going to surprise people anymore. And that is out the window. Like the, the yeah, target is I, on your back now. Yeah, I think it's like you said. I don't think they're gonna. It's no element of surprise. They're not gonna be, you know. Oh, we went to the playing team. We were playing team. We went to the playoffs one year. Now we're a, a top two team in the West. It's kind of like similar to, I feel about. It's gonna be interesting because like, can the Memphis Grizzlies kind of do what the Utah Jazz did? Like, you know, I was was it confident in Utah Jazz? They kept going being like the number one seed, the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can they get can they get some consistency to be a top three seed? Like going forward for these next you know few years. That's what you're talking about to me, because I, I personally would say it's a little bit differently because I kind of knew, and I think everyone else knew what the Jazz were going to do. Like I didn't, I didn't. Some people, some people were Jazz talking about they're they're real and this and that. Not at all. Not at all. Some people, there there was no bone in my body that thought, oh shit, they might yeah. want to chip. No, I, I knew what they were doing in the regular season. They, you know, okay, cool. Yeah. Like there's nothing, but the Grizzlies though. I there's a part of me that feels like okay, if you catch them, like if they get the right matchup. Right, if 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 the seating aligns with the, in 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 their favor, I I, I think f- they can make some noise. Well, plus this, crazy. I feel I feel more confident, more confident about this yeah, the, Grizzly team than that Utah Jazz team. No, yeah, that brother I, I, Spider was out there looking like, damn. Ooh. Yeah, he's he's really and, and that's, like damn. Exactly. If he don't get up out of there, like if, right. But, but at least later. with Ja, at least with Ja, if he doesn't play, or whatever. Again, not to say that he won't, but at least it's like okay, there's been a proven thing that we've seen. The Grizzlies yeah. can still perform at a high level. That was not the case with with, with the Jazz. If, if Spider wasn't out there trying to gun for forty, hey man, yeah, it's, it's gonna <laughs> be interesting. Let's, let's, come on now, yeah, it's gonna but, be interesting. You know, I, I like I like what you're saying about John Moran and Memphis Grizzlies and stuff like that. I don't necessarily agree fully. I think they're gonna be like the Utah Jazz for a couple of years because I look at the the Memphis Grizzlies as great as like Desmond Bain is and Jared Jackson. They have a nice young core. I, I just feel like they still missing. You know what I'm saying? Like I look at those two players. They, they're Jerry Jackson, you know, he has a potential to maybe be a maybe be a you know a star player. Desmond Bain is to me is a perfect starter, your perfect three and D guy. Like, you know, 
kind of like Marcus Smart. We talk about like, yo, a guy that's a starter that you want on your team, on your offense and stuff like that, can play defense, hit hit shots when you need to. Of course, Desmond Bain knows his role a little bit better than Marcus Smart. He ain't checking up shots when he's not supposed to. Um, but I just feel like the Memphis Grizzlies, they're missing a – they need another score. They need another wing. They need another guy that's like a real guy that can go get you 20 points per night, plug him in like a Pascal Siakam or, or Jalen Brown or Brandon Ingram, that type of player – pair next to Ja Morant. If Ja ever gets one of those players, then I'm like, all right, we're off and running. But until that happens, to me, it's still like, you got Ja Morant, superstar, and then you got like players with potential, but just really probably just going to be solid starters for most of their career. So that's why I'm not really high. It's nothing to do with, I believe in Ja Morant, but it's just like, Ja still doesn't have his run. Similar to Trey Young. Look at Trey. Great young point guard. Great talent. But it's just like, we're like, when is Trey going to get his real running mate? The same question can be asked about Ja Morant. When is Ja Morant going to get his real running mate? Once, once he gets that, because their team is already solid. Once he gets that, then we off and running. I don't know when it's going to be because they, they still got a young team. But once he right. gets that, then that's, that's when my belief goes like, okay, now let's talk about potentially right. them going to the NBA Finals. And some of that too, because um, we always mention, right, this is a, a wings league. Right at the yeah. end of the day, like it, it helps having a six eight six nine player on your team that can do a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. But I I do have a little bit of a concern with those those questions of with the Trey Young and John Morant. Like they could use this. My thing is if we're going to consider them, because some people do, right? The best point guard in the league, right? And, I, and not even mention Stephen Curry because during the, over the course of the season, there were still some questions. I think those questions are put to bed now because of what just happened this year in the in the finals. But like. We wouldn't, I don't think, we would be yeah. saying this about Stephen Curry. I don't think we would be saying that Stephen Curry needs a wing in order to win the championship. So if we're going to sit here and say this about Ja or Trey, my thing is we shouldn't well, be putting them in the same breath as Stephen Curry. No, nah, I'm not going to say all that because Stephen Curry has had Klay Thompson's entire career and people were saying that when... This the, year, though. Say, what about this people year? Saying, people saying he, he had Andrew Wiggins that was putting up 20 and guarding the best, and guarding Jason Tatum and locking him down as well. Was the second best player in the finals. Like... His whole career, he's had elite wings every championship he's played in. So, and like I said, people were saying, oh, like when the Golden State Warriors are going through their run, oh man, like Steph doesn't have any help. Like they don't have any, they're really saying like Steph doesn't have clay. You know, Steph doesn't have like an elite wing, elite guy that can two-way play both sides of the ball to get you 20 points and defend. Like for a, it's hard winning a championship as, as a point guard you know, even as great as you are, kind of without that player, you need your second best player to be a guy that's probably, like you said, six, six and up, can play both sides of the ball or do something that's really like be an elite specialist, some, some, some type of something. So I, it's hard. I can't really say that about Stephen Curry because, you know, he won the championship this year. I've seen Stephen Curry's entire career play with Klay Thompson, who is just a part of important member as you know, Draymond and Steph. Like I like we we talked about Draymond last spot. Like that big three is just like real. Like it's all of them to me. Of course, you, Steph you. is the the one. <laughs> but you know, it's all of them. I hear you. I hear you. Just had to ask to make sure we're all on a on the same page on that. Yeah, um, that's, that's fair. But you know, but but it's talking about point guards, and there's definitely about to be a shift here. Um, my cap or no cap is related to another point guard, De'Aaron Fox. Um, cap or no cap, De'Aaron Fox will be a member of the Sacramento Kings by the end of next season. I'm going to say no cap. 
We'll see where he's gonna go. Damn. <laughs> I, I, and, I, and and to be honest, that's that's that. I'm I'm. You give us a, your sleeper team in the West, but that's a that's a sleeper team that I feel like has a better chance to like go to the playoffs this year. That was my backup More, team. That's the reason why I asked this cap or no cap. But that was my backup yeah. team. Just in case yeah. you had a problem with the Grizzlies one, but that was my backup. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, yeah. I don't. Darren Fox. I think he has. He has some pieces, you know. Monk is over there now. They play together in Kentucky. They're, they have that chemistry. Sabonis, you know, a, a one-two punch. Like it's it's he has he has some players now. You know what I'm saying? He's in a tough Western Conference, but it's just like if he wants to be mentioned with some of those guys, it's just like at least at least a playing team. At least you know that's all. We, <laughs> Man, at said, least, please, uh, if you like, don't mind. At least it's just like yo. It's like what else do you like? You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't over there like SGA. SGA just hooping. <laughs> he just hooping. SGA, no, he just, SGA go over to see every season. It's like, ah, right, I'm going to get my stats. I'm going to remind people, like, you know, try to get, boost my ranking for the next year. Get me up to, I think they, people are ranking them like top 30 or whatever. I mean, let me get to 25. Let me get to 20 this year. <laughs> like, that's, 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 he's in that book transition of like, yo, every, real, real people know he's cold. We know what he's about, but it's just like, we know they ain't winning shit in no, no time. So it's just like, Fox is in a better situation than that. So it's like, Fox, you know, lead your team at least. Let's try to get at least a playing team. At least. At least. Yeah, pl- yeah please, Sacramento. And honestly, at least. Because I know Sacramento, that drought has been a little heavy. Yeah, it was like 17 years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's nasty. The only team, I don't think the only team that make the playoffs and. The, the damn offs we talking about here, too. We're not even yeah. talking about, you know, Western Conference finals drought or NBA finals drought. Make <laughs> the nasty. offs. Yeah, Be a nasty. top eight team. My goodness. Yeah. Yes, yeah, rise above nasty. it. <laughs> that is, Na- Sacramento nasty. Kings are starving. Nasty times. Oh man. Oh. Nasty times. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nasty times. But yeah, I don't think I think Fox is in it for the long run with the Sacramento Kings. I don't think he has a choice. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> he has a choice getting all that money. Like he, yeah. I think he's got. I think he's gonna have a better season this year too. A bounce back season. You know, it sucks though too. It's like. We, you know the idea of having a bounce back season. You know he has players around him now and all that, but it doesn't really mean anything when you compare like what other teams have also done. So this, I feel that's like this true. league isn't about just getting better, right? That's important. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from that, but it's like it mm-hmm. also matters how you measure against your opponents, right? That's like, true. Yeah. If you if you score 150 points in a game, that sounds nice, but it doesn't matter if the other team scores 151. So it's yeah. like what exactly. Like, how do y'all line up against other teams? And to be honest yeah. with you, Sabonis was a nice ad. I know a lot of people got on Sacramento's case about that, but let's not make it seem like Sabonis is just, you know, he's yeah. a good basketball player. Like, he's a very good basketball player. So, but now, you know, yeah. are we, are we you making know. the playoffs? Huh? Are, that's are true. We, I, and I think that's people, I think people tend to forget that too. That's, I'm glad you brought that up, Theus. Like, because so many times people talk about like, oh, we got better. All right, let's look at the field. Like, <laughs> when we, like, when you are you getting okay? You got you got better, you cool. better roster than last year. Let's let's look at the field. What are you doing, like your like, team, like, <laughs> Mr. Purple and Gold? Like, look, hey, like, hey, 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 oh, we're, not, we're not talking about that. I'm just saying, like, you look at, yeah, it's just like you look like, oh, everybody's coming back. Like, okay, cool, well, didn't get better. Like, and some teams, <laughs> yeah. it, some teams it got better. Like even, even like me, like if I had a team, some Miami Heat, I'm looking around the landscape. I'm just like. Well, we're we going to run it back. And yeah, yeah, before we end um, today's episode on a more serious note, just want to say rest in peace to the legendary Bill Russell. Um, obviously, we know 
kind of what he did on the basketball court. But I think, to be honest with you, his biggest accomplishments probably came off the court. You know, this is one yeah. of those kind of if you know, you know kind of thing. Um, definitely a, a pioneer um, and a legend in, in the game and in the space. And I know so often we talk about basketball accomplishments and achievements and things like that, but um, the NBA literally would not be at this level had it not been for Bill Russell, you know, in my honest opinion. Um, so um, definitely rest in peace to the legend, you know, not just a Celtics legend or NBA legend, but yeah. um, just Basketball rest in peace legend. to the legend. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Um, and even as a person as well. So definitely sending, you know, our thoughts and prayers to him um, as well as his family. So, um, yeah. I'm, yeah. Bill Russell was a legend, man. It's a hero. Like he said, like we talk about like what he did on the basketball court, arguably the greatest winner of all time, but I think he's probably the most important basketball player in the history of the game. If you really think about it for the things that, not just on the court, but off the court as well. Like, just imagine like the type of mental fortitude you got to have of playing basketball and peak racism and hatred and still going out and, you know, dominating on the court. Like, this was a player that won championships for a city. And, you know, how did they thank him? <laughs> like, breaking into his house, like, putting feces up under his bed. Like, he went through a lot. Um, it was an incredible man. So it's just kind of like a sad. Um, and once again, you know, he's a legend, first black head coach mm -hmm. in the game. And he he was a special, 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 not just player, but special human. So yeah. RP to Bill Russell. Right. And you kind of think about all the things that happen and get said on social media. And we as human beings now think that's a lot. Right. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you know, you just turn your phone off and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you just not watch television. And you'll, you know what I'm saying? Be okay. Right, just kind of blocking out that noise, but to kind of deal with, like you said, peak racism at that time, and still yeah. be ex expected to perform and then win, let alone play. Yeah. Right, let let alone show up every day to work, and you know what I'm saying. But to win, um, yeah, I mean that 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 you know is something in itself. Um, so rest in peace again, man. Um, to Bill Russell, definitely, definitely um, a special person. Um, but yeah, y'all, just like that, um, be gone. Make sure again to. Subscribe to No Pump Fakes wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Again, subscribe to No Pump Fakes wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. You have a good one. Peace.